Good afternoon, this is Jill and uh, we're just coming into Brisbane. We've been on the round the world, i.e. round Australia type of thing trip. We've been to Tasmania, Victoria, New South Wales, Queensland. We've had a pretty cool time. I've, I've uh, done this trip with my sis. And Pond. And Pond. Pond is a little mascot for us. Um, I'll pop a photo up of his, put it on the uh, uh, social media page so you can check him out. But we've had a really great, great time, paradoxically, or on the other side of the coin, we've also been in the midst of COVID-19. Um, we've, we've had mixed messages. So we've been to like, you know, we've been to four states, so we can sort of talk to you about that. Um, we're social distancing, but um, I think uh, we've got probably lots to say. We've only got an hour, so I reckon if we buckle up, we can tell you all about it. So where to begin? Well, it all started where um, we decided that we wanted to go somewhere. We had our own reasons of why we wanted to do it, but you know, without delving into too much of why, um, we were thinking about where. We didn't. It really didn't take us long to think about where we wanted to go. We both thought, wouldn't it be great to go on a road trip to Tassie? And it both made sense to us. It was sensical. Yes. It was. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so the idea was to take some time, like, all up a month uh, that was with leaving and coming back, um, taking a caravan, uh, the BT-50, good old BT-50. And, um, of course, this... She was, uh, she's obviously the driver because there's no way I could do this much driving. It petrifies me. It petrifies me. So I did do some though. I did two hours of driving there. So it was pretty good. Oh, you did drive without the caravan. Oh yeah, I can totally drive without a caravan. Yeah. <laughs> totally. So we decided, I think uh, we were running late. I don't know why <laughs> because there was no plan. We had no plan, there, other than the fact that we wanted to go to Tassie. So, yeah. Seat of our pants. Yeah. Seat of what? Seat of our pants. Seat of our pants. That's it. Flying by the seat of our pants. And so that's what we decided to do, and uh, we did. Yeah. And uh, it all really started, like, other than the trip down to Melbourne. So the idea is you have to make your way to Melbourne because there's a ship there called Spirit of Tasmania and uh, when you're on the ship Spirit of Tasmania it takes you over to Devonport and you start from Devonport and you can go you can go east coast west coast south you know you can do whatever you want but because we had we had no plan we just decided okay first of all we needed to find accommodation because we didn't have accommodation because we were so well thought out of the plan was so good we had no accommodation on the first night and of course everybody got in and it was so packed on the ship so I think most people might have had already bookings whereas we did not so I would have to say hold on a second we're looking at the window what are we looking at is that a helicopter yeah he's really low flying isn't he that's yeah. like really low wow anyway where were we um, 
what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So I have to say that this trip was not sponsored by, okay, in any way, shape or form. But the massive amount of help that we received would be from my Google Pix 3A. I cannot say enough about the Google Pix 3A. It's fantastic. Um, I have an Apple and an Android. And the Android Maps killed it hands down. So, you know, like I, I love my Apple and I, I love the Android, but it was just fantastic. And we got into some precarious spots. Goat tracks. Goat tracks. No, not... Yeah, all right, then. Goat tracks. <laughs> I was a navigator. She yeah. was driver. And, um, yeah, we would not have... The thing that you have to learn about your Google Pics, uh, your maps, is um, you can't escape out of it. So, anyway, before I go into that and sort of explain it in a bit more detail... The first night that we found was going onto the going onto the Google Pics and uh, asking where some free accommodation, rest area, you know, something like that where we could put the caravan. <laughs> so it told us to go to Bernie. So for some obscure reason, we thought Bernie was just 10 minutes down the road. No, it was like 50 kilometres away and it was dark. And yeah, and then we got there, and it said that you were meant to have a loo, but we didn't have a loo, so we thought, well, we'll we'll go to the loo in the morning. But <laughs> there were so many people there, but we happened to drive up next to this chap who was most upset that we parked too close to his van and was very obtuse with us that would be the word that I would use rather than being vulgar and um, yeah I stood my ground I'm a strong and independent woman I'll stand my ground so I did and um, I think he was I think he was somewhat taken aback I think he wanted to give his what for but you know he had to wait like I understood okay fair enough mate you think we're too close fine we were uh, we, okay we were we were too close we were like two lonely females in a land far away that we didn't know about. Unaware of social etiquette of caravanning. Unaware of social etiquette of caravanning. But, you know, we got a big learning curve. So we ended up moving way away from them. Woke up in the morning and went, oh, my God, this place is full of seagulls and we're busting to go to the loo. So we then had to go and find a loo. And that was really tricky because you've got the truck and you've got the caravan and you're looking for the loo everywhere. And the ones that it was, the directions it was giving us was where we could not park at all. Ute. Yeah, ute, truck, ute. Anyway, so we, um, we did eventually find one. And uh, oh, it was such a relief. It was such a relief. So it was good because then we were like, right, let's go. So we proceeded to then go west. And, um, yeah, that was really cool. It was just as we were going west, we went to the lighthouse. Um, there was a lighthouse up there where you tell the stories of how just rough it is. And as we've discovered, you know, like going through a couple of lighthouses, it was just such a... It, 
I don't say it's a rough life, although in, in respect I suppose it is because they were very, very isolated people and that was their job, was to look after the lighthouse and they, I don't think they seemed to go anywhere else. I don't know how people do it. Like there was one story where one was talking, one woman was saying, you know, like she would, mixed emotions, you know, like she'd get depressed, she'd have happy times, she'd, um, she'd, you know, like she she wanted to be there, but she didn't want to be there. You're like, yeah, you're very isolated. So you'd never, I'd never really thought about the life of a lightkeeper person slash family slash you know whether they were soldier or whatever they were in that kind of situation so it was it was interesting and not only that it's very cold it's very freaking cold and it's the winds are very strong and the the light they're very exposed so yeah that was interesting so we moved on and we uh we came across this beautiful little cafe um, it turned out that he was from a, a town north of Brisbane where, where I'm from, um, a town called Mullaney, which is very alternative slash vegan slash vegetarian slash hippie slash, you know, where people want to live because beautiful. it's beautiful. Yeah. But as he noticed, I think he said he left in early 2000s, um, he was saying that it was just getting busier and busier. And um, so he's moved to a part of Tasmania because it's not really on the route where it's massively... Like, it's busy. Don't get me wrong. It's busy in Western Tasmania. But nowhere near as much as sort of going through Central or Hobart or, you know, or um, tourist areas, like distinct tourism areas. But, you know, his was on the main road. It was very lovely. But he built this building. It was, it was just awesome would be the word yes and breakfast was lovely and so was coffee and yeah so we finished there we um saw a sign that said sister's beach that was pretty cool because you know me and sis were traveling together so uh, we decided we wanted to go there and get a photo in front of the sign sister's beach so we did that um i think um (laughs) sis ended up when we were going out to the beach, she fell over. Poor little old duck. So, yeah, she was a little bit... I think you were, like, you were a little bit hurt for that day and maybe the next day, half a day or something like that. But she came good. I still made her drive. <laughs> I still couldn't... I was too petrified to drive. So as we're going through west, um, we went through a couple of towns. We went through Smithton... There's a major, like there was an ag area as well as some, you know, tourism is everywhere there. Um, and we, you know, you see more windmills. Uh, I think the windmills are in the water. Um, and you go, and then we came to this beautiful beachside rest, uh, t- seaside town um, called Gordon River. No. No? Gordon Beach? I don't think it was Gordon anything. I'm pretty sure it was Gordon. Arthur. Arthur. It wasn't Gordon River. It was Arthur River. Yeah. Yeah, it was Arthur River. Oh, that was beautiful. Yes. It was not just beach. It was river. Like, 
literally on top of each other. It was just, I definitely, oh, I thought to myself, oh, I'd definitely buy a place here. Mm, yeah, I, I just wouldn't go there in winter. <laughs> That'd be freezing. That side of that side of the country would be cold. So, but beautiful and very. How would you explain? How would you describe the terrain? Like very. It's more than hilly. Yeah, it was more than hilly, but like I'm talking like one way bridge. One way. Oh yeah, one way bridge. Just one lane actually. Yeah, and one lane. Um, very beachy looking, like rough beach. But as in the terrain, um, some of the houses, as you as you went on from there, some of the houses were just, you, you could see them in the distance and you knew that they they were overlooking the beach. And you sort of think to yourself, these places would be, it would be so rough, the wind would be so rough and it'd be so cold. And even though it's such a beautiful, it would have a beautiful view. I just couldn't imagine living there. I, I don't know. Like, I suppose once you live there, you live there. Um, anyway, as we were driving along, because we'd done a night, by the way. We had a night, so I'll tell you about the next caravan park. Uh, out the river, uh, very, very lovely. Um, great, everything great about their bathrooms. Nice. You know, the one of the things that you... You definitely recognize when you're doing something like this is amenities amenities is key doesn't matter if we had powered or not powered site we're all about the amenities where women one of us is over 50 the other one is in denial but 27 <laughs> apparently 27 forever forever <laughs> but we're all about amenities it's all about the amenities and um, the Arthur River caravan park um fantastic like you know everywhere as you know there's always uh wallabies patty melons whatever you want to call them uh there's always poop there's poop everywhere everywhere, everywhere. there's poop everywhere as in just everywhere so <laughs> yeah literally everywhere like there is little bits of space but, you know, like, you get used to it because there's just wildlife everywhere. So that's the beautiful part of Tasmania. Um, but, yeah, and just great amenities. So totally recommend them. Um, and the people who own the park, you know, they were lovely. Uh, laundry facilities, they were, they were fine. There was just one, though, but that's fine. But it didn't have a dryer. So if you want to wash your stuff, that's fine. Because I tried drying my stuff for three days because it was overcast for three days sort of thing. And my stuff didn't get dry for three days. And then finally when we went to another caravan park, we finally dried it. Or I washed it again and dried it. No, I just dried it. Um, so the next morning we left. So we only stayed there one night. We left and we went to this little town called Karina. Now that's with a C-O-R-I-N-N-A. You cannot go there if you have a vehicle more than 12 feet long. Is it 12 feet? Is that what they said? As in, like, the caravan. I don't think it's allowed to be more than 12 feet. Oh, to go over the river. Yeah, because you only have one way to get out of that town. Oh, between the axle of your front wheel to the axle of your 
back wheel and your caravan. Yeah, the axle on your front wheel to the axle on your back wheel on your caravan. Um, yeah, as I mentioned, there is only one way to get out, out of that town. Sorry, there's two ways, sorry. You can go back to the way you came, which is 130 kilometres of unsealed potholed road. Yeah. Ye freaking ha. And it was white, so it was, because it hadn't been wet, it was hard. So thank God it wasn't wet. But if you didn't mind that, and you didn't need to four-wheel drive it, but oh my God, it was, it's not that it was scary, but it was my first scary trip with the car and the caravan. Um, yeah, if you, that was your, that's your other way of getting out, or you can go over on a, um, what do you call it? What's that thing you go over the river on? The ferry. The ferry. So, and you have to be under 12 foot, and you know, and you cut, then you put, then they put your car with it and stuff like that, so... If it's, if it's more than that, they're not going to take you over. Um, they're, you, they're also thinking of weight and everything like that. And then when you get over, um, you're great. You're good as gold. Then you keep going. And I think we kept going. And uh, we decided to turn right, I believe it was. And we wanted to go to... What was the name of that dam? Gordon Dam. Was that it? Strathgordon. Um, Strathgordon? Strathgordon. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Because after Gord, after Arthur oh, River, yeah. Karina and Strathgordon, I don't remember where we stayed. So, oh yeah, I do. <laughs> so we wanted to go to Strathgordon. In order to go that way, we're heading towards Hobart. So we know we want to head towards Hobart. No, we didn't. We headed towards Cable Mountain. Cradle Mountain. Cradle Mountain. Cradle Mountain. That's right. That's right. We stayed at Cradle Mountain and we went to, I think it was a Big Four or a Discovery car, uh, Caravan Park. Oh my God. We had to, fuck, we asked for amenities, didn't we? We asked for amenities. We wanted to be close to amenities and she gave us a car park that, oh my God, that she, my sister had to reverse, I don't know, I don't know how this happened, but she had to reverse past this caravan that was like on an angle like it was just insane and you had trees on both sides and you had someone who was already parked there it was insane plus i suck at reversing a caravan at that particular stage she sucked at reversing the caravan like big time (laughs) no you were doing yeah okay she sucked so the beautiful people who were staying there felt very sorry for us because we're making too much noise because we're obviously making too much noise because we you know like every time we reverse the caravan um we use the phones so i could say no you need to go left or you need to go right or blah 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 anyway i think i think it must have been that we're noisy i think they felt sorry for us he definitely felt sorry well she felt sorry for us so she goes in there, wakes up her husband, and he's like being half asleep, and he comes out. He tries to help. It's very difficult, you can see, for my sister. I give up. Give him the car key. Yeah, she gives <laughs> up and gives him the car key. And she's like, can you park it? And he's like, fine. And fuck it. I mean, bottom, he must have done it in, what, two times maybe? Whereas we were doing it in 20,000. Yeah, yeah he, he's, he's super special. 
Do we remember his name? I don't think we got a name. I don't know if we got his name. I thought, no, 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 I think we did. did we? But we don't remember it right now. No. But we, we'll be, we have this, we'll be writing all about it. Anyway, so that was nice, but it was drizzling. And we're like, oh, well, it's drizzling. How are we going to see anything around Cradle Mountain? So you, could, you only had so much um, vision, what's the word? Like when we went out the next morning after having a night, we were exhausted. We woke up the next morning. There was just fog. There was fog. You couldn't see very far. You could see, but yeah. But it wasn't clear. It wasn't super clear, no. But we went down to Dove Lake, which was just beautiful. And we took lots of photos there. And we went on a little walk. I went up to the lookout, the massive lookout, because sis has real bad knees at 27. Yeah. And um, shit happens at 27. Yeah. But got some beautiful photos up there. And, um, yeah, like, we were happy to do that. It was pleasant. It was nice. Um, we felt like that we'd seen enough on Cradle Mountain, so we decided... We weren't going to stay another night, so we decided to go and travel, and off we left. We got in our car and our caravan, and off we went. We are out of there, and we decided to go to a town called Strathgordon, which is what we were talking about before, but in order to get Strathgordon, I get on my Google Pixel, and I map it out. You know, I'm the mapper outer I'm the navigator. And we got on this freaking road. Oh, my God. I'll explain to you about that road in a minute. But before we got to the Great Road, we had the beautiful, spectacular view of the Great Lake. It was, oh, my God. It was beautiful. The only thing was is we noticed the houses that were around the Great Lake looked very shantytownish. Is that, is that how you would describe it? I think so. I I'm think sure so. in they were um, holiday places where they go for fishing. Yeah, well, we assume. I was positive I saw people who live there permanently. Yes. I don't know. And I thought to myself, this is such a beautiful area. Like, why is this not in itself a tourist area? But, you know, because it's such a massive lake. It's like, it's, to me, it must be the biggest lake in the whole country it was huge but um that took ages to get past it and it was just constantly beautiful and then yeah well not no there was bitumen there but when we took off when we took a turn going to Strathgordon it was a road that you know recommended to go to and uh oh hold on a second there looks like a car that's having a little bit of car trouble Oh, it's the muffler. Um, yeah, so we went off this weird, weird road that was unsealed. Because we said from the last unsealed road that we were never going to go on another unsealed never road again. again. Ever. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. No. And we found ourselves on an unsealed road. Again. Thank you, Navigator. Thank you, Navigator. <laughs> and it was raining. Well, it wasn't raining. It was spitting constantly. So it was just, what is it, light shower. Light shower all time. Yeah. And it was up. Up, up. And it was down. Down, down. And up. Up, up. And down. Down, down. <laughs> Over and 
over again. And this road potholes. was not wide. Oh yeah, and potholes, potholes. Let me say something. If you see, and you go to Tasmania, and you see a road that's in the 170s, like, you know, how you have, like, Highway 31 or Route 66 or whatever the hell you're looking at, if you go to Tasmania and that road says 170-something, don't take it because they're all unsealed. Don't touch them. Stay away from them. They're bad. Unless you're happy to do that. Unless you're happy to do that. Unless you're, you're unless you play, happen to be going somewhere that's taking you to that point. But uh, what did we see along there? We saw the hydro plant, yep. which is right bang in the middle of the country. Um, we learned very interestingly from our accommodation that night that that used to be the hub of the town of where they were building the hydro plant. It used to be extremely, extremely busy and. Um, I think they were saying in the 70s or when did they say no no I can't remember when they said but basically once they finished doing the hydro plant this the the town became a ghost town and um, they were basically trying to sell it like they couldn't like you couldn't sell houses or anything like that they had to basically sell the town and um, I believe she was saying in the early 2000s maybe or the early 90s I can't remember but um, the woman at the, the hotel there, which is a hotel restaurant, fabulous food, by the way, if you're going to go there, Tara, Tara Lee, um, an American, American awesome purchased food. it, awesome food, yeah, American purchased the town and turned it into a tourism spot because you have beautiful homes there, the homes are beautiful and you know you've got this lovely restaurant it's a hotel there's a golf course like you can clearly have a an idea of what it used to look like it was very beautiful and then you have this massive hydro um uh pipes they're going through and you can yeah you, you can see what it would have been but um yeah no it's 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 just this town in the middle of nowhere because after we left that town we had to get onto another road which was again an unsealed road and we're like no we'll never take another unsealed road again but yeah yeah and anyway because I thought to myself if I take this road it will cut out so much of this time anyway I don't know well it does matter because the one thing that I probably haven't talked about is the car, but I can talk about the car later. <laughs> I can just tell you about the trip at the moment. But we were thinking about kilometres, sort of. Not really. Not really. <laughs> Not really at all, yeah. So, um, we, you know, ventured on, went through the unsealed road, which was completely different to the previous road. It was uh, it was a big dam or a big, big dam there where you go fishing, massive fishing area. And also coming towards the area where they also have fly fishing. So anyone who's interested in fly fishing, um, you can have a look around that area of sort of, um, not in Strathgordon, but there's like a, an area that's called Marriott Reserve. That's part of, there's some fly fishing there, as well as sort of like, um, is it south, south east of Hobart? There's some fly fishing there, but anyway, 
the whole point is <laughs> sis wanted to go to Strathgordon and because there was a big dam there and we thought oh that's going to be beautiful because there'll be heaps of lake and blah 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 um there was this beautiful like it's beautiful countryside there there was this gorgeous rock with this tinge of of purple through it that was really cute like not cute but it was really pretty but by the time we got to it was a town before the gordon dam probably about 10k i was looking for amenities i needed toilet and there were no amenities there like it made no sense that there was a town and the town didn't really offer anything it actually looked like it looked like a holiday area but there was a cafe but we didn't want to go to a cafe so anyway we ventured forth to the dam the dam had it, it's i you know in my opinion if you want to have um tourism there you need to provide something for people who have need assistance with walking something like that but apparently you've got to go downstairs as well so it it's not really sort of paraplegic friendly i would say is how i would phrase it and sister friendly yeah or or sister friendly um because she's got bad knees so we we didn't spend much time there what we decided to do is venture forth uh head head to hobart so that's what we did and (laughs) it's so funny you know we saw the great lake we're we're keen viewers of scenic beauty like we love looking at that and what we found is as we kept going to Hobart it was just more water and you know because people just had the like running water coming through their their backyards basically it was amazing and then um I I myself had never really looked at what oh we want to go that way uh we were supposed to go that way yeah we were supposed to go that way yeah, as a navigator, I've just missed it. It doesn't matter. Keep going. Um, yeah, it was just really beautiful. I wasn't expecting what Hobart was going to look like. And then all of a sudden, if you've never been to Hobart, it's just amazing. It's it, just every, every single house that's not out further in the burbs. And there's a lot of houses, a lot, are overlooking the water. And they're all built in a way that each house behind them has a view of the water. And it's just beautiful. Like, if you had a place like that, say, in the US, that property would be worth a mint. It's amazing. And because it's Hobart, like, it's probably expensive, but I don't think it's anywhere near, you know, what you would charge in other places it was just the most gorgeous views so uh trying <laughs> trying to find accommodation in there we did we were a little ways out of hobart but that was okay because we were heading off to port arthur the next day no just go straight through um heading off to port arthur which was a penal colony where convicts prisoners were sent um, convicts from the from Britain and um, prisoners from other states that were overflowing, they sent them there. It sounded very harsh, I, I have to say, as the juxtaposition, I used the word juxtaposition in Hobart a few times, between the fact that of it being a penal colony and 
and in such a beautiful location. It's a waste, a waste of putting that because these, just next to the penal colony, they had the oval where people would like play cricket. Like it was just, it was almost barbaric in a way. It's like, it's like rubbing your noses in it. And I'm not saying that, you know, some of these convicts or whatever, you know, didn't do wrong and didn't do terribly wrong. But it's, I don't know, it's like, I don't know, it's the treatment. There was so much lack of history telling there, I have to say. And maybe because I think we were talking to someone somewhere, I can't remember where, but I think they were saying that um, they're quite embarrassed about their history. And I think that would really boil it down for a lot of places. But... Um, I think because it's maybe because it's Tasmania and it's such a small place and they have such a large part in our economy. I, now I can understand why. Yeah, they've got history, man. It's just, yeah, I didn't like it. And, and I think that, I think if they would have been a bit more honest with their history, but that I think they tried to say that they don't know a lot. And I just, I just don't know if I can grasp why not? Why don't you know your history? It just seems like, own your history, man. Own your history. Own the... It's the same with the whole, you know, Australian Indigenous, you know, First Nations peoples argument. It's like, in our education system, open, uh, own the history. Yes, we did barbaric things, but just own it. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Sorry about that. That's my Google Pics uh, thingamajiggity-bob maps um anyway we did that and then we stayed another night we had to move caravan parks because it was hard getting bookings um <laughs> we went to the wrong caravan park they just told us to go around the caravan park but we may have trouble getting around one of them that around the cabin i'm thinking to myself why would you tell us to go around the cabin if we may have trouble that just made no sense. It was nonsensical. <laughs> anyway, uh, we managed because champion sis caravan driver here, she managed to do it. She was a freaking champion, man. I couldn't believe it. I swear to God, I thought she was going to hit that cabin. I, you know, you had inches, millimeters, centimeters, like so close, but she made it. She was bloody champion. We made it to the other one, which was really funny. But before I get to that funny bit, we spent the night over at Hobart, our next um, Salamanca place. I think that's um, where they trade in fish and fruit and veg and blah, blah, blah. And um, we had a beautiful dinner. Beautiful. I had salmon. She wanted salmon first. And I said, oh, why don't you have the stew? It's got, like, veg. You love veg. And she's like, oh, I wouldn't mind that. And then I ordered the salmon. <laughs> but she liked her meal. Yes, beautiful. Yes, it was so beautiful. Um, and then we went home and, um, you know, we you know, did a little bit of reading. I did my research. I kept up with what was going on in the world. Sis had a tablet where she has her e-books. So she's highly entertained all of the time. Yes. 
so I'm, oh, I'm on the phone all the time um, and every morning we've got to get up we're either we're either fixed into the um, caravan site or we're still like locked into the car well we had we fixed into that so we had to pack that up and then as we're doing that I sort of looked over and I said what's that over there is that a watchtower anyway it turns out that we were pretty much over the road from a prison like the irony of the way I the bloody Port Arthur and the juxtaposition and like how ironic is that like how ironic is that it's ironic oh my god if there's ever a word or a time to use the word ironic now is the time anyway we left Hobart and um sis wanted to head to Launceston which you head right back up the top again which was really cool because we got in there we got um we got a caravan park and it was it was the time where I truly started feeling what was happening in the country. But prior to that, you know, we'd done our shopping and we, we went to Kmart and we got some tights and stuff like that because it's gold. And um, we went to Woolworths, wasn't it? Woolworths. Yeah. And there's this big kick-ass sign that says, Public Health Announcement. COVID-19 has been basically contracted here at this shopping center blah 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 and I just instantly went oh my god you know like it was in your face then apparently it's the first site of Tasmania that had where someone had contracted it and I'm like oh not my face though no she didn't even see it (laughs) you know like I, I thought she did which is why I sort of like instantly put my jumper like and wrap my hands up so I didn't have to touch anything and I wanted to get like I just wanted to get out of there because everywhere you went you couldn't find hand sanitizer anyway oh no no we weren't looking for hand sanitizer at that point because we had some but I wanted to get back to the car because I wanted to clean my hands and um yeah I think that's I think that was my first time so not only that I was sort of like I was just I was aware of it so close to myself like I I felt like it was it it felt real for me at that point and I was like far out and you know by this time like like people were talking about it online but as in Australia even America they were pretty slow as well but you know like I don't think they really were understanding the I don't know the ramifications I really don't think they understood and um you know when you're when it's in your face when something like that and you see that public health announcement and you start to think shit I've gone into the store that had it like can I contract it you know do I need to touch it like there was so much misinformation oh actually I wouldn't even say misinformation there was so lack of information out there there really was I think there still is you know people are telling us stuff but does anyone really know I don't know anyway cleaned our hands got out cleaned our hands sterilized um basically we didn't really like the things that we did we came into contact with people was really to pay accommodation we didn't really touch anyone we just paid for things and we cleaned our hands we 
we ate something and we cleaned our hands. We cleaned our hands before, we cleaned our hands after. We're all about amenities. We've mentioned that. We're all about amenities. We're always about cleanliness. So, um, yeah. But by the next morning, I had forgotten about that, which was good because I, you know, I didn't like thinking about it. I started thinking about it too much. And when I start thinking about shit, I just go all weird. <laughs> My head just goes all weird. So I was like, yeah, it's the next day. And we knew we wanted to go to this place called the gorge um uh it was it was literally 10 not even 10 minutes down the road it was great and um it had a chairlift i uh, i've actually i think on instagram and periscope i i did a live when i was on the chair on the chairlift forgetting how scared i am of heights and this one, sister, is not scared of... Are you scared of heights? I'm scared of sheer heights. What does sheer heights mean? Like, I'm up against... Like I'm right on the edge of something. Oh. Isn't that like on a chairlift? I know, but it, no, because it wasn't that high. What do you mean it wasn't that high? Of course it was that bloody high. Are you crazy? I don't know, I just, I was okay. Probably because you were so scared. Yeah, probably because I was so scared I was taking your mind off it. <laughs> anyway, I was scared shitless. <laughs> um, but, you know, because sis has such bad knees, I had to come back on the chairlift because we didn't want to walk. Maybe I didn't want to walk, I don't know. But the issue is, is also steps. So, you know, like if we walk it, down to a certain point on a path and there's steps then you just have to walk back again and so once you get to a certain point because it was it's the longest chairlift um in the country or which is australia as well it's the longest chairlift so um yeah we just decided to get the chairlift back and again i was scared shitless (laughs) i was scared and i don't know why but you know i was on there she was a trooper oh thanks morning thank you oh it feels so good but yeah I was scared but um and then she said so so when we were finished and you know we bought our obligatory postcards and things like that um she said so you wanted to go um to a couple of wineries and I'm like yay (laughs) so that was really cool we went to a couple of wineries did some wine tasting bought some bought a bottle of wine didn't want to buy too much because Jill did the wine tasting I did the wine tasting she was the driver yes she was the responsible driver driver. um right hand lane um no 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 just indicate you got heaps of time um so oh shit (laughs) (laughs) we just changed lanes on a corner on a corner oh no, no, we didn't on a corner. That's no, we wouldn't do something like that. Of course we could. <laughs> um, and then we stayed again overnight. Bought a bought a bottle of Shivel, Shivers, um, Shivers Regal. No sponsorship whatsoever. Um, my sister likes uh, Bailey's, and I, I don't mind some Scotch. So we sort of had like a couple of glasses each night, as in literally a couple of glasses. Two. Yeah, two. That was enough, and get to sleep really quickly and off you go again so once we finished with launceston we decided it was we wanted to go over bay of fires bay of fires was on the east side of the country yeah the right hand line um 
the east side of the country and I definitely I went on live there but it is just beautiful completely different to Arthur River that I first mentioned the place where we stayed at completely different um just the sand there is like powder it's yeah so soft. so soft you just sink into it yeah which was bad which me. was yeah which was bad for you so you sort of didn't want to walk too far um but we did get some shells there we oh, that's yes. right i've got to remember the shells but they're just the most beautiful stones and the pictures that you can take and it was really beautiful it was peaceful um, I've got a video, I don't know if I, I put it up on uh, my Instagram page, but this chap was fishing. He was fishing all afternoon and I just happened to be videoing them because I think I was trying to video like the surroundings, but I happened to get him and he caught a salmon and he was like trying to pick up the salmon from the, like de-hook it and and then he was bringing it to his wife because left he was right. very proud uh where are you going to Queensland? oh yeah left and he was very proud <laughs> very proud man and i was thinking oh yum they get salmon yum which didn't help me at all because i don't know how to um what do you call it fillet it fillet of fish but you know i could have youtubed it i don't mind a bit of fish gizzard i'm okay so anyway, um, that was really cool catching that, like, you know, it was really cool. So um, I ended up going to the, the, the amenities the next morning and I happened to bump into his wife. Yeah, go left towards the city. Um, and um, she's a bird photographer. So he's a mad keen fisherman and she's a bird photographer, which is super handy because if he catches a fish, it's attracting the birds. So, um, yeah, I told her about the video and she said, oh, she'd love a copy. And I said, oh, that's absolutely fine. So I sent her a copy of the video. She was very happy. She said thank you and everything like that. And, um, yeah, we, we just stayed the one night there because we were coming towards the end of our trip. Um, and my sister wanted to go to the lavender farm to have a lavender ice cream. We had to go to the lavender farm to get a lavender ice cream that was no if ands buts or maybes oh and she oh you missed the turn oh that's a good point anyway um that line which line mm, maybe that one yeah that one. one yeah possibly that one <laughs> yeah this one yeah that one where he is okay yeah so sorry we're <laughs> we're navigating through the city of brisbane so I think we got there just before four o'clock in the afternoon. We left Bay of Fires. I don't think we really... Oh, yeah, we did stop at one place, at a pub. Uh, I wish we didn't stop there. It was... It was good. No, I was going to say the opposite. No, I'm good. I was just starving. Yeah. I, have a, I have this issue with starving. With food. And food. I have... My eyes are way too big for my belly. And I love food so much. I love good food so much. I don't care. Yeah, she, she doesn't care. She'll buy a toasted sandwich. I prefer not to. But, um, I, look, I, I could do this for a living. I could travel and, and, and do food forever. Just absolutely. As long as I did some sort of workout in the morning as well. I think that would be beneficial. <laughs> but um, maybe like a pool 
like if I went to places with pools because I like swimming. Anyway, yes, this is the right lane. So um, we made it there by four o'clock to this lavender farm. The coffee was shut down because we wanted a coffee. Um, the whole machine was shut down. We're like, place didn't close till five. We were, I was a little bit disappointed, but, and it also wasn't flowering because it flowers in December and January. So that was, that would have been beautiful if we could have seen the lavender farm like that, but alas, we did not. But um, sis had some lavender ice cream and I had some lemon lavender sorbet. It was lovely. It was so nice so nice so if you are doing the east side of tasmania and you just want to pop in for an ice cream we would recommend it yes definitely, yes, definitely recommend it just to pop in for my ice cream and then leave like you know you can you know, buy some stuff like we got a couple of trinkets there because we're tourists and that's what you do um but the idea was is we needed to make it into Devonport because we were about to leave soon. It doesn't seem it, but yeah, we did. We <laughs> we had done our 10 days in Tasmania. So uh, we headed back to Devonport and good old Google Picks 3A. Um, I just choose a caravan park. So you just do the sound thing and you just ask. You can either say caravan parks near me or caravan parks in Devonport or RV parks in Devonport or and they just come up with the list okay. you look at it it's great so oh, we're going to be doing a turn off in this road so road. yeah you won't need to do anything you'll be in the right road you'll be turning to the right sorry about that I'm still navigator yes because I don't know the road at no, all no she doesn't know the road at all at all, at all. and she hasn't got a navigator up I there I hate travelling in You're, the city oh it's it's just like Melbourne <laughs> anyway which is horrible by the way anyway um, the fabulous people at Devonport car park said oh you you're going back um, you're going back home tomorrow and we said yes we were sad and they said well what times what times your, your trip and we said oh it's not until we don't have to be there until what was it 4 30 or 5 30 in the afternoon and then he said to us, oh, well, you can stay with us until four o'clock in the Arvo if you That's like. Right. Uh, this lane. This one? This lane. And we're like, four o'clock? How good's that? So we didn't have to rush to pack up. We didn't have to, like, sit anywhere else where we would, you know, just wait until the afternoon. We could sit overlooking the beautiful ocean because we've got the most awesome caravan park an awesome caravan park spot which I put on my periscope it's like this hour post of I don't know nothing in particular talking to people doing stuff but oh, it was just really it was a beautiful way to end the trip and um, you know the other thing I had to sort of really remember is we're about to head up on head on the ship um, spirit of Tasmania I get huge seasickness, so I have to take my seasickness tablet, as I found out on the way over when I was starting to feel sick. Um, but, yeah, just stay in this lane. Oh, no, you're turning left soon. Not here. Like, see how it has dot dots in the in the road up there? Yeah. You're turning in left into there. Follow that car. Like, see that? Yeah, follow that car. Yeah. So here, yes. What is this car doing? I don't know. Strange. 
anyway, we uh, got the we got Spirit of Tasmania back over to Melbourne. Then we had to sort out the car. I haven't even told you about the car. The car is a whole nother story. Not only that, so is Victoria, where we went along Great Ocean Road and then back up through New South Wales back to Queensland, which is sort of where we sort of are now, as well as coming to the end of this podcast. So look, I don't know if any of this made any sense to you because you can definitely hear the car in the background. I hope you enjoyed this story. If you've got any questions about Tasmania, I'd love to tell you about it from from our perspective anyway. Um, We had a fantastic time. We had so many people say to us, you girls look like you're having so much fun. And we did. We had so much fun. I don't even think we fought. No. No. I think the thing that you have to remember when you caravan is that, other than the fact that I'm such a terrible cook so I don't want to (laughs) cook, is just contribute. Always contribute. Contribute whether it's washing up, whether it's doing your washing, whether it's putting in the caravan, driving, which I didn't drive. Yeah, wadding up. Hooking up. Yeah, hooking up the caravan because, you know, sometimes it just seems like it's a big job, you know, and sometimes, you know, like, and and we're constantly learning. That's the other thing. So, um, and we had so much to see, so much to talk about. Like, you know, you talk about stuff and just and we had so much laughter like oh my fucking god we have laughed laughed so much you know it is it's super sad to come to the end but it's what the heck well we're definitely in this city because there's crazy drivers here (laughs) um we had a really really great time what the hell is he doing now he got the wrong place what is he doing he's getting into the lane next to me Oh my god. Sorry, there was a Looney Tune next to us. Um, yeah. We had a really cool time. And now I'm back to reality by super crazy driver next to us and only a couple of suburbs away from my home. So with that, I am going to bid you adieu. Adieu. And goodbye from sis. Bye. Goodbye from Pond. Pond is our mascot, as I mentioned. I'll pop a pop a picture of him up on my socials which is jill georges on instagram twitter um and jillgeorges.com on um facebook and um thanks again for listening i hope you enjoyed the podcast um please share if you think that people might find it entertaining and um until next time with the rest of the antics of the trip and I can tell you all about Victoria and the Great Ocean Road and the car Um, but until then thanks for listening and ciao for now